What is up everyone? Happy Sunday. Welcome to the official launch of Coffee Run Sunday episode 2. First one was a huge success. Thank you for all who've listened in. I got some feedback. I know what to change. I know what not to do. I know what to do. But you know what? At the end of the day, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Because this is my show. But I'll take your input. Anyways, thanks guys for joining in. I'm your host, Trevor. Again, Coffee Run episode number two. Today's choice, Dunkin' Donuts. American runs on Dunkin'. Why? Well, that's pretty interesting. We'll get into that in a little bit here. It's all about culture. It's all about culture. We gotta talk about the markets. What the hell happened last week? Fang fell off the rails. Boom! The end of Fang. Jim Cramer, mad money. I could see him crying in the corner right now. What happened? How did we get here? And why, if you are a technical trader, did you just lose your ass the last week? I'll get into that in a little bit. We need to take a look at some numbers here. I'm sitting at the desk. Let's take a look at one of my favorite losses, NVIDIA, down 45%. 45%. Apple, down about 30%. Microsoft. Of all companies, with a $753 billion market cap takes the cake as the number one's world's most profitable company at this current time. Sunday, the 25th of 2018, Microsoft is the number one most valuable company. That's pretty interesting, right? I'm going to take my credit for last week. Now, I'm, not, I'm a very humble person. I don't like taking credit where credit is due, but I saw this coming. And this is why my last podcast, I saw this coming too, because Carnage was coming to Fang. Why did Fang fail? I'll tell you why Fang failed. It failed in a multiple, multiple reasons. They'd gone unchecked for a large amount of time. They were the hot chick at the club that everybody wanted to get with. They were the Ford GT40 on the street while everybody else was driving a Toyota. And they went unchecked. They went straight up. And people were investing just like they were investing in Bitcoin. They were investing based on emotion and not practicality. And I have a problem with that. I have a problem when you, you walk into an Edward Jones or you walk into a Charles Schwab and you say, hey, you know, I'm 25 or 35 or 52 and I need a safe investment. And what do they do? They go, boom. They hit a button. They say, we're going to dump you in Fang. Because why? Because we're fucking lazy. That's why. We're lazy. So all you investors out there that just hit a button because it was the easy thing to do because we're going to put you in this ETF because, oh, by God, it did 12% last year. Oh, it's going to do 14% this year. We're going to throw you in the social media fund. We're going to throw you in the FANG fund. We're going to throw you in this, I don't know, ETF of some sort that's going to follow the S&P 500 and slightly in the NASDAQ, and you lost. You lost. We have to look at Apple. Why did Apple lose? All right, where did the magic go wrong? And I'll tell you why they lost. They couldn't dongle their way out of this. <clears throat> All right, so it's really easy for me to, to sit here and bash companies, right? It's really easy for me to sit here and go, you know, Apple really sucked it up. You know, NVIDIA lost 45%. Facebook's down 30-something. You know, their stock fell off a cliff in July. Here are some tangible things that you can take home, boys and girls. Because at the end of the day, if you're a technical trader, that only works for oil companies. Why? Because you can be Elon Musk and you can say, hey, funding secured at 420 and all of your bar charts go to hell. They all collapse. Why do they collapse? Because a technical company 
does not follow the rules of a normal company. Why do you think that these companies, Google, Facebook, Apple, were able to beat the S&P 500, were able to beat the NASDAQ by double digits? Because they don't follow the rules. Because Netflix can keep on gaining customers. The more customers Netflix has, the more they lose. The more money they lose. This is a fact. You can look at their, their, their P&L. You can look at everything. And Netflix loses more money for every customer they get. And I will tell you the one thing that will mess up. Will mess up any of the companies that are in FANG. It is bad PR. Even positive PR can even mess it up. Um, you got bad PR that can do it. You got news releases that can do it. And you have just the technicality of the market. What I mean by that is Apple, here's how I trade. Let me back up. Here's how I trade. I don't trade on charts. They work. Some people can walk around with a chart all day long. And they can look at bars and they can sit there and waste, you know, precious time that they have and look at charts. And, you know, it works. I can't knock it. The charts work. For some people, those charts work. But again, I'll go back to what I'm saying. Those charts only work for brick and mortar companies or companies that are like petro companies that are energy companies because these companies aren't going anywhere. They're not here today, gone tomorrow. This is why you need what I'm going to call the Toyota Highlander of stocks. And this is where my metaphor is going. We used to own a car. It was a 2003 Toyota Highlander. And this car was the best. Why? It wasn't fast. It wasn't the prettiest, but it flew under the radar. The car never got a ticket. The car never got dinged by a shopping cart in the malls. It never drew any attention. It flew under the radar. Microsoft and those companies have been flying under the radar. What I mean those companies, Microsoft, Disney, these older companies that are not deemed the hot chick in the club. They're not the Amazon. They're not the Apple. They're not the sexy companies. These are the companies that are putting in the work, getting it done. These are the companies bringing home the bacon. Your John Deere, your Caterpillar. <clears throat> these are companies that have honest returns, low PDE ratios. Even AT&T we can throw into the bin, but they're a telecom company, so I treat them more like an oil company. Where I'm going with this is you got Amazon that goes, zoom, rips down the street in a 4 GT40, right? And everybody's looking at Amazon, and everybody's looking at them and looking at them. Oh, go Amazon, go Amazon. Oh, my God. 20% gains or up 50%. Oh, my gosh, the growth. Netflix, zoom, goes down the street in a Maserati, goes, zoom, flies up. 20% gain, 30% gain, 5 million new customers, this, 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 this. And what happens is you get all the attention and everybody's looking at you. Now all of your eyes are on you. And Amazon plays this smart because Amazon really doesn't work in the 90-day 90 90 day moving like most companies do. Like your Sears, your JCPenney's, those kind of companies move against the 90-day pattern. So they work to meet the demands of those charts. So they like Jeff Bezos doesn't care about profitability. In fact, he knows that if he gives companies money or if he gives the end consumer money that are investing in the company, that that's addictive. That's the main reason why Walmart can't be as, as, a, as a much of a growth engine as Amazon can because Walmart is so used to pushing out X amount of billion dollars a year uh, to its investors and Amazon keeps those real low. They do that on purpose. But anyways, these cars go flying down the street, right? You got your Ford GT4 to go zoom. You got your Amazon, it's a Maserati, goes zoom, goes down the street. You got all the attention, all right? And they're flying down the highway doing 120. And here comes a little old Toyota going 60 miles an hour. It's the tortoise and the hare all over again. You know, there is a book that I had to read in high school called How to Read Literature Like a Professor. And I hated this book. But the one thing that was in there was all the stories have already been written. 
every other story that comes out is just an extension of those stories that are written. So if you look at the market as tortoise and the hare, these companies that rock it up, they got 20%. You, know, you can view it as you throw something, what comes up must come down. But anyways, Amazon flies down the street. You got Apple that flies down the street and all the eyes are on these companies. They get all the PR, they're getting all the love. And what happens? The Toyota ends up winning. Why? Because somewhere down the street, the market, which you can view as the cop, it's sitting on the side of the road, sees this car zip by, puts on the cherries and pulls it over and says, wait a minute, we got to check in. What the hell is going on? Apple, why are you taking away iPhone sales? You know, the numbers. Amazon, what's going on with headquarters too? Facebook, what's going on with privacy issues? We turn on the cherries and we pull you over and we slow you down. And you know what happens? For that one hour that you're sitting on the side of the road, because the market is coming in and saying, all right, Netflix, Amazon, where the heck are the numbers? Your PDE is X up there, it's super high. You're not running the 18s, you're running the 100s, you're running 180 times price to earnings. Zoom, pulls you over. Now you're sitting on the side of the road, and here comes the Toyota Highlander, your Microsofts, your Caterpillars, your John Deere's, your Disney, and they're just cruising down the side of the road. And nobody ever cared about these companies, but they're bringing home the bacon. Why are they bringing home the bacon? Because everybody that walked into an Edward Jones or walked into, and I'm not, I, I love my investors. Uh, this is not against any investors. This is just what they do. You have to be very tactical with your investments. Because if you're not, you're going to allow somebody to hit a button and those buttons are going to burn you. Because everybody that walks in, they go, oh, what should I throw into? Oh, we'll throw you in the BlackRock. Oh, we'll throw you into this. We'll throw you into this. So what happened is you have a bunch of people that are coming to me going, oh my God, I lost my ass. What happened? Well, you have overlaps in your funds. You didn't know that you bought twice as much Amazon you thought you did because somebody put you in a fund and they didn't check your other investments and now you're not well-rounded and you got 50% in Amazon and 25% in this and 30% in that. You know, it, it, you get a lot of overlap. So people, instead of getting a 5% loss or a 10% loss, or maybe you got Amazon that's down 40%, half your portfolio is vanished. All of your gains are gone. And if you're in your 50s and half your gains are gone, you don't have time to recover like me. I'm in my 20s. So I'm good. Now, I'm not always right. I've gotten the market wrong several times, but I looked around and I looked at things and I said, nobody's buying Apple products right now. And my dad is a very, very good businessman. And what he'll say is, you know, something will go out and he says the money comes in 60 days later. And that's true for anything. So we do a job, you know, okay, great. You know, we won't see the effects for this for 60 days. For better or for worse, everything is delayed response. Like Black Friday, you won't see the responses for that for a little bit. But I'm a fundamental trader. I believe if I go out into the marketplace and I look at people's shopping baskets and I go, hmm, you know, nobody's buying Dean's milk. Uh, that's not a good sign for Dean's. Meanwhile, the technical traders looking at, oh yeah, look at the bar chart. It hit here and you know, the bar chart's here for today. And that works. If you're an oil company, if you're a product that people need, I guess Dean's milk was a bad example. If you're a product that people need like energy or oil, that ain't going away. You can technical trade that all you want. If you're trading beans or corn, yeah, sure. If you're trading the hot stocks and you're trading Amazon and Netflix and I look at people with these charts, I'm like, what are you doing? You're better off going out into the field and this is what I did for Black Friday. I went to the field and I looked at what people were buying. What were people buying? All right, you look in the shopping carts. I went to Micro Center. People are buying Surface Goes. They're not buying MacBooks. They're not. They're just not. Okay, maybe that's a small example, but you go online. What are people buying? Everyone's complaining about the new MacBooks. They got thermal problems. They got keyboard problems. They can't stand Apple. They got to buy dongles. The iPhone XR isn't selling well. I walk into an AT&T store. Hey, AT&T rep, how's the iPhone selling? It's selling like shit. Okay, well, that might not be good for Apple. You do that a few times. You start to gauge a feeling. 
And I can almost be right 70% of the time based on what people are doing. You know, where's the market heading? Where is it going? Look in the cart. Look in the basket. Don't look at the charts. Look in the cart, not the charts. That's my new slogan. Look in the cart, not the charts. Because you know what? You can trade, but you got a 60-day window of where it's going to burn you. And that's what happened with Fang. Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, Google. That was something coined by Jim Cramer off of Mad Money. That's where it came from. Google being their parent company, Alphabet. And I know they got a couple different versions of their shares out there. Technical disclaimer, I am not an investor. You could lose everything by listening to me, but I look at the card and not the chart. Where is the money going? Where in 60 days is my portfolio going to head? Is it going to head down or is it going to head up? I survived the tech bubble. You know, it's like Facebook when they check in with the flag and they go, I survived the romaine lettuce outbreak. I survived the tech bubble. Why? Because I went to my investor and I said, everybody is going into FANG. They said, yeah, we're dumping people in here, we're dumping people in there. And if that's the default button and all of this money is getting routed to Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, Google, no wonder they're the hot stock. They're the Ford GT40 and the Maserati flying down the road. No wonder they're going to get all the love and attention and people are like, wow, all this money's going somewhere. It's just like Bitcoin. All the money's getting routed to it because people are investing. They're coming into these buildings and go, yeah, okay, this is the default button. If I went, if you go to Walmart and the default option, if you say, okay, I want to buy a shirt and nobody knows what they want, which is 60% of people because you have to tell people what they want and you say, okay, the only option is this black V-neck, black V-neck sales are going to go through the roof. This is not a technical chart. This is not anything you have to go crazy on. And I'm not bashing my technical traders. I love you guys. I have several people that I compete against and I've kicked their ass in the last 60 days. Why? Because I looked at the cart and not the chart. I could be wrong tomorrow and I could get myself reamed out. But when you're the default option, you get all the money routed. And consequently, when the market does bad, guess who does bad? The default options because the same people that plugged in are now pulling their money out because we haven't had a summer sell-off and they're pulling their money out of the market because they want to go to the Hamptons for the weekend or they want to buy their daughter a car or they got their 401ks, you know, they, they want to dump some money out or they're paying for college and they pull that money out and the slippery slope starts slipping. You compound that with an apple who's shaky, who starts hiding numbers, who starts cutting corners, who's lost their magic since their Messiah Steve Jobs has died. And here we go. You get the Toyota. You get the Microsoft that is just putting in the background and making it to the promised land, delivering products that actually work. The Surface is now the number five most sold computer category, coming up to the Apple MacBook number four. My prediction, this will surpass the Apple MacBook. Why? Because Microsoft has stolen the mic, just like Amazon does. You steal the mic. The Surface laptop is the best rated laptop right now on the market. Not the MacBook Air, not the iPad Pro, the Microsoft Surface, the company that brought you the Zune, has been traveling in a Toyota Highlander at one-third the pace of its competitors and has now tortoise-inherited this competition. The tortoise won the race. The Microsoft Surface. Why everyone was busy bashing Microsoft and they were writing off their losses with Windows Phone, the tortoise came to kick the can down the road. The Microsoft, think about this, the company that brought you the Zune and the Windows Phone that everybody thought was hiding in the background is now bringing in billion dollar returns on a product. That's just one example. That's just one example. I look at Nvidia, this is a popular one. 45% loss, why? I walked into so many businesses and oh, I love my Nvidia. How's your market doing? Oh, Nvidia. 
Oh, NVIDIA, ah, great returns, great returns. I said, okay, everybody. I walk into the store, I look at the carts. I can't buy a graphic card. Why can't I buy a graphic card, which is what NVIDIA manufactures? Because everybody has them. And why? Because the crypto boom. And everybody moved to NVIDIA and they go, wow, this company's got great returns. This is the, the all-star company. It's got Tesla involved. It's got the cards. It's got the future. <sighs> I couldn't walk into a store and buy a card. I had a buddy that sat down. He was building the gaming rig and he had, a, he had a GTX 1080, which was the most powerful card at the time. And it failed. It broke. I can't even go buy a new one. I can't get one replaced. I can't buy a new one. They're 40% higher than what they're going for, and everyone's sold out because everybody's buying them for mining. This sucks. And you know what? I said, hmm, this is okay. And then, you know, when the cryptocurrency boom went over and all their products started hitting the shelves, I, I have pictures of this, and I'll post it. If I make a blog post about this, I'll post it. In Best Buy, where the cart, the, they're empty. The shelves are empty. You can't even buy a graphic card, and if you did, the prices are up 40%, and everyone's like, oh, NVIDIA's got great returns, and NVIDIA's trying to quiet down their investors, and they're going, okay, guys, Listen up, this is only 30% of our company. No, it's 70% of your company. Hell, it's 45% as we just seen. That's all you do. That's all you guys do over there in Taiwan is manufacture graphic cards. So when people start able to be, you know, when I see the products start hitting the shelf and they got inventory now, I go, hmm, you know, things are slowing up. And 60 days later, guess what happens? Nvidia crashes 45% in this big tech bubble. Now everything has been echoed the echo chamber has been just manifested because, you know, this, this fang drop and, you know, people get scared and they start running and now there's a rush on, there's a rush on the market. It's like there was a rush on the banks in the thirties and everyone started pulling their money out. This is what happened to fang. And Nvidia was just a culprit of this because Nvidia couldn't make the, it's not even about the numbers guys. It's not about the numbers. Again, check the cart, not the chart. Look at the store. They got, there's plenty of stock. I just went to Black Friday. People were buying, you know, they were doing half off of GTX 1070s and half off GTX 1080s. Why? Because they're trying to make this up. Because they're trying to go, oh yeah, we got unit sales. Because that's what matters. Look, look at Apple. They're hiding their iPhone sales. Why? Because they know. And people are able to get, they're, smell, they're smelling out the bullshit. They're really sniffing it out. Because they look at Apple and they go, okay. And then they look at their supplier like Samsung. And Apple has to manufacture more iPhone Xs, last year phone model, because they couldn't meet the contractual requirements set by Samsung. This is a real story. Look it up. So now Apple is forced to manufacture and inventory older phones because they couldn't meet demand on the display for the new ones. And you wonder why we're here. And you wonder why Apple's slipping and slipping and slipping and slipping. Bad press news, bad all this. Just like something can go up, they can go back. You want the stocks that fly underneath the radar. You want your Caterpillars. You want your John Deere's. You want your Microsoft's. These are companies that have already been in the limelight. They've already gotten their antitrust. They've already gotten their knees slapped or their knees kicked in just like AT&T. But they're going to fly under the radar. And they're going to weather the storm. I weathered the tech storm. I'm marking myself safe. I had my Microsoft. I had my AT&T. I did really well. My stocks are down. My dividends are good, my stocks are, my portfolio is only down 6% compared to my peers that are down 40%. And guess what? I didn't waste 30 days of 30, 30 days every two months trading the charts. I go out, I look, and this is just how I trade. But you know, when I see people buying service products instead of Macs, when I see Nvidia graphic cards start hitting the shelf, when I see people bashing Apple and I go to Micro Center and they go, oh, we don't even like selling Apple products now because they just, they just suck. 
you know the storm is coming and it's 60 days away and now we're here. So where are you going to put your anchor down? What is some technical advice that I can give you? Here's it. Here it is. Get into a company that is a product that isn't going away. If you're a technical trader, you trade oil. You trade beans. You look at your charts and you trade beans. That is what you do. If you are a technical trader and you're trading Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, you are playing with house money. You are in the Vegas of the stocks. The house already won. It's going to take your money because it's going to take everybody's money because these are the hot stocks. So if you're a technical trader, you trade beans. If you're a fundamental trader, you trade your tech stocks because these companies aren't going anywhere, but they're a hot potato game of who's got the best product. Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and Google all worked against each other because they were greedy. Here's my theory. Facebook bought out everybody and tried to corner the market against Google. Google couldn't compete with their social network. Facebook killed them. Just like Facebook's going to kill Snap. You have Apple that won't play nice with Amazon, or Amazon won't play nice with Apple. They just now partnered an agreement with Amazon to sell Max. But for the longest time, you couldn't buy an Apple product on Amazon. You couldn't watch Amazon Prime on your Apple TV. These companies were trying to box each other out instead of taking a flag and staking it down and saying, this is what we're good at, let's stay here. You have all these companies looking for verticals, and I talked about this. Amazon's trying to get into the HomePod category where Apple's at. Amazon has beat Siri. Consequently, Apple has beat Amazon on culture. You couldn't, you couldn't buy a Fire Phone that didn't fit in the culture. It wasn't sexy enough. It wasn't the iPhone. These companies that are boxing each other out. So you got Google that you know wants you to join their ecosystem and then boxes out Apple on you know their ecosystem where you got only Google apps, but they're limited. And you got Apple boxing out Spotify saying you can't, you know, have any subscription revenue because we won't let people sign up with your app using credit cards because we want to take 30% or 15% of that reoccurring revenue. Now these companies working against each other. And what you end up happening is that one metaphor where you got the monkeys and the ladders, where every time a monkey climbed the ladder, another one beat him with a stick, and then eventually none of the monkeys can climb the ladder. Weird story, I have to look it up. But Fang worked against each other, and this is the problem. They box each other out. Again, Apple couldn't sell products on Amazon. Amazon couldn't have their products on their Apple TV. The, all these companies worked against each other, and now they all got their knees kicked in. This is the market we're in. You want technical advice? Microsoft is going to continue to roll. They will continue to make earnings. They have lots of support at their 103 price right now. Microsoft is a solid buy. Disney, I already told you, solid buy. They don't have a mountain of debt like Netflix. They're not trading at 200 PE. They don't have to worry about getting abuse from the mic. Amazon is going to get an antitrust against them. Do not invest in Amazon, no dividends. Everything's on Black Friday sale right now. You can go buy these stocks at a, at a discount. You will make money. This is the new low. We went through the midterms. All the scares are over. If you want some technical advice to take home with you, I'll tell you this. I'll say it again. If you're a fundamental trader, stick out of the techs. You will not win. Because Elon Musk can come to town and tweet and short all of you guys. And you'll drop like a fly. You'll drop. So guys, I appreciate the feedback from the episodes. 
Thank you for listening to my little rant. We'll see. We'll check in. Will Microsoft continue their rage? Oh, I'll leave you guys with one more. Tim Cook. If Apple keeps going down this path, Tim Cook to be overthrown from CEO. The board will kick Tim Cook out and assign Johnny Ives as CEO. There's my prediction for end of 2020. Tim Cook to be ejected from, from Apple. So guys, I appreciate you guys listening. I hope you guys had a great holiday. I had a great Black Friday. I had a great time with my family on Thanksgiving here. Thank you guys for listening to my little rants. If you guys enjoy these little rants, let me know. If you guys hate me, let me know. It's all about the agreeing to disagree, the agreeing to agree. I like the dialogue. I like the dialogue I'm getting with people. I like the interactions. So I'm going to keep doing these podcasts. And maybe every Sunday, I think, here, I'm going to talk about the markets. And we'll keep going. We'll see how many times I'm right and how many times I'm wrong. I'm not a perfect person. I'm not a, I'm not a full disclaimer. I'm not going to make you millions of dollars in the market. This is just my opinions. It's only my opinions. So don't come after me if your portfolio blows up. But hold my feet to the fire. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. If I'm right, tell me I'm right. Hold my feet to the fire. All right, guys. I'll see you guys next week. Enjoy your week. Don't have too much fun without me. If you're on a train, a plane, a bus, a car, a treadmill, thanks for listening. Hope you guys have a great week. I'll check in with you guys shortly. Later.